like James Tedesco is probably the least informed player out mm. of that. Team. And we would, that we say that with the ultimate respect too. Yeah, but it's true. Yeah, and he's and not he's, doing anything he, yeah, wrong. He's playing gun. He's but, not doing like he's actually probably the third best fullback in the in the game right now. Yeah. Fuck, that's crazy. It is crazy, man. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the YKTR Sports Show. Bit of an origin preview this week, but we are going to be touching on a few other topics as well. Joined by my co-host, Skipper Scope. What's up, baby? Thanks for having me. Uh, bit of bad news to come off the back of this. Meant to be up at Origin, had a club appearance, had to cancel it due to this COVID. Um, details? Yeah, so we've postponed it for now. Uh, COVID pending. Uh, that's one thing I forgot to mention in the video as well. It is disappointing. We've been in constant contact with... Uh, the guys that were Jordan from Fat Franks, who's been keen to get us up there. Um, he's reached out to Al Asab and they're still keen to get us up there and throw a, an epic party. So Respect, Respectfully, this next little part sounds better than Origin would have been cool to rock yeah. up, but, man, getting blind on a Sunday, then rocking up and getting down to the valley would have been kind of a mission, eh? Yeah, um, yeah. just with the numbers-wise, trying to get people who, who were keen to obviously rip in because we're going to be having – you know, a good three or four hours at the nightclub it might be two o'clock in the morning and they either have to take the day off work or um, roll into it fucking feeling pretty groggy. But like you said, it, it could be a bit of a blessing in disguise for us now. We've got about six or seven weeks to prepare for that. Yeah, uh, We're now going up, like I said, COVID pending on Friday the 13th of August. Uh, we will be watching the, the Broncos host the Sydney Roosters, which will be a sick game. Ooh, That should, that should be fun to watch. Shout out Joey Manu. Yeah, and all the boys. So, I don't know, maybe we can reach out to the boys and see who's keen to come and uh, kick on with us after. Maybe Robbo as well. See Trent Robinson, see if he's keen to come. <laughs> Let's get um, Nick Pilatus down, shout yeah. the bar. How good's that? Oh, and sh- then, and should the I message day- uh, Mark Boris? Pardon? Should I message Mark the Boris? Big dog. Go, go straight to the top. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we're going to go and watch a bit of AFL on the Saturday. Never been maybe- to an AFL game? No, I've never been to an AFL live game, so I'm looking forward to that. As well as we'll – uh, I've spoke to Jordan. He's trying to come up with something for us on the Saturday as well so we can uh, maximise the whole weekend. Are you talking about Simi? Uh, who knows? <laughs> who knows if he's keen? All right, so fresh off the press, Johnny Johnson back to the Warriors. I'm excited for this. Vintage Jackson's obviously keen. That's his favourite player. Um, what's your thoughts on it? It's just cool, bro. It's just cool to see. He doesn't suit Cronulla, eh? Like, he's... I just don't like the uniforms, to be honest. No one looks good in their uniform. I don't know if it's less about Shawnee suit and Cronulla. Just it he looks suits, right. Yeah, it looks right. The Warriors. It feels right for him to come back. Um, Did you see this coming? Oh well, you could. There's probably two of the three clubs that could have used him, like are, are in the market for him. But so. he he sort of come out and sort of gone like, oh, I've reached out to the Warriors. They said no, I'm fine with that. Like, what's sort of change? Maybe his form. Uh, yeah, he's been conversations it. with maybe uh, people that were involved now that weren't involved back in the day when. When he moved on to Cronulla, mm. uh, the, the the coaching staff's completely different. The the recruitment's different. So, um, all those things must tick the boxes. They must, uh, you know, come to a um, a good price on and you know what his value is to the club at this point of his career. But for me, it's it's the core starting to look pretty nice for him. Yeah. So we'll talk so, about squad now. They're yep. starting to develop a really good squad, aren't they? Yeah, Obviously, so. Reese Walsh has kind of been a draw card for them. He, he's he's sort of that poster boy there for them now. Um, he's rolling into origin. He's exciting to watch. Uh, I find myself watching more Warriors games yep. now because he is there. He's kind of got I that agree. X factor and marketing value behind him. And, Rogers the guy, like Rogers, been king for a long time, but I haven't been this excited about the Warriors because of Reese Walsh is there, and now he's sort of the draw card for your Dallin Watini's Lesnar to come over. Your Shawnee Johnson's coming back. Really steadies up that squad, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I said you know early on if he's if he comes on like 
a lot of people have been talking about him being, he could have like a Callum Ponger effect where they able to draw guys like Mitchie Pearce and David Clemmer and all these sorts of guys that weren't involved with the club who probably might not have gone to the Knights when they were in a, a bit Agreed. of a bad way. So they went and got a young superstar and then they were able to attract, oh, you know, for me, Pearcey and Shawnee Johnson are sort of similar players. They're going to control it well. It's exciting. Like you said, you got Walsh at the back. Dallin, you know, somewhere in that centre's winger role, he'll come and play there. You've got Shawnee at the halves now. Adam and Tohu Harris in the pack, which yep. are really nice pieces. Probably a piece of, piece or two away from, uh, you know, a really solid core group there. Yeah, what missing piece are you thinking of? I, I, I always think, and you probably know this more so than me. They're always they've always done with done really well with a good old fashioned Aussie toiler, thirteen middle thirteen back rower, just a guy that works his cunt out. Even in the mould of Simon Mannering, if they can sort of replicate. Um, a player like that. So, Tohu Harris. I've put Tohu Harris yeah, in that Tohu Harris yeah. is that. Yeah, Tohu Harris is that in a way. But uh, just one more, you know, hard working, hard working middle. I th- Jack DeBellin. Jack DeBellin, Dale Finucane, sort of this, these oh, sort of, yeah, that sort of mould. Yeah. Um, I think he's been linked to going to Newcastle. Dale Finucane's been linked everywhere. 29 years old, origin player, um, tough as nails. So, good know, good um, voice too, eh? When yeah, you yeah. And, and another guy is obviously a guy that's been linked everywhere but still on contract next year is Cheese, Brendan Smith. So, Man, if, if they can get – If che- they could get Cheese. And I, I know they got um, Isaac Luke back in the day when and they had Isaac Luke, Kieran Fraun, Sean Johnson and Roger and you thought that was going to be like the – but I think once Cheese goes back there, he's not going to be the type of guy – that sort of like when you go back to New Zealand, not too many players get that much better. Mm. Besides maybe Roger, mm. like they sort of fall into obviously hanging around their old friends and eating and sort of stuff like that. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't think Cheese falls. Nah, he's too competitive for that. Nah, he ain't that guy. Nah, and I agree, man. If they can, you got to back it up and just got to get Cheese there as well, don't you? Yeah. Well, I talked about it before. Like we've linked Cheese to a few clubs. I said to the Bulldogs, if you're there are a few teams that have to make him a priority. Like another team is the Titans could could really do with a guy like Cheese. So many guys, and, I, and we talked about it just off air before. You don't really get many top tier hookers come on the market like this. Yeah, they're in a predicament. Like it's just because of the position that Melbourne are in. They've got two of probably the three best hookers in the mm. competition. Uh, they had probably yeah they do they do yeah. yeah Cookies Cookies probably the only other guy. Yep. Um, that you throw into that mix. So, um, yeah, it, a lot of the teams have to make him – and I imagine they would be. There'd be so many conversations teams He's, would be having trying to get him. He moves different too. Obviously, we know Cheese on a personal level now. Um, and I have lots of chats to him about a bunch of different things from sports to crypto. Yep. He, he's, he's a clever operator. Yes. He knows what he's doing marketing-wise. All the sort of – he looks like a larrikin, but it's, it's strategic yes, in my mind. Very, do you, yeah, do he you is. agree? Yeah, because yeah, I, I have conversations with him about punning as well. Yeah. And I know he's strategic when it comes to punning. So, <laughs> um, so new Sean Johnson versus old Sean Johnson – what what differences do you see? Uh, a much more composed uh, player. He knows exactly who he is, is at this point. His point of his career, bit of life experience as well. Oh, mate, like he's you can see like every time he plays for Cronulla in the last eighteen months before the injury, in and out of the injury, he's uh, he's been integral. Like mm. he opens he opens up. He's no longer that flary guy who's going to break a game open. He likes to set people up for that. So I think he's going to be unreal for a guy like Walshy. Do you know what I think? feel like it's really important for them? With Warriors, they've never had a – in the last couple of years, they haven't had a strong kicking game. 
Like yeah. there's no one like we, Reese Walsh kicks the ball really well off the left foot. Sean he's a right foot, so yeah. they can really balance yeah. that kicking game out. And once you start and land them in, in the ten meter goal, man, the guys like Adam Fanua Blake and and Ben Murdoch Mosilla, they become a lot more effective Benny, because because just, they're, they're not they're not <laughs> they're not sort of getting behind the ball and wasting their energy. You want those big strong Tongan boys to be nice and fresh because once they're fresh, they're hard to stop. Oh yeah, if you can if you can get in a good field position for those guys and get on the front foot with your attack in yeah. this modern game. Once you're on the front foot, it's very hard. As, you, as you've seen in the score lines, it's very hard to pull back. Um, I think we sort of talked about, like, you've got to be a running half now. You've got to be a running hooker. I think even though Shawnee's starting to develop as uh, more like a pass, sort of like how Benji sort of developed his game and changed his game a little bit, I think the game's going to change again where Shawnee's still going to have to run. And when he runs, he's still one of the – I reckon he's the prettiest player to watch, like in terms of like style and flow like that. But even if he runs, he'd still be better than, the, than the, like he'd be in the top five runners well, that's of the halves thing. anyway. You know what I mean? That's the thing. He's capable of it. Yeah. So it's a, there's a difference between a you know your your average ball maker, a, a, a playmaker like you know. Uh, no, nah, no disrespect to Chad Townsend. Like he's not. He's he's the the old school he, sort of half and the Cooper Cronk. Yeah, do, yeah. Direct your team around the um, around the park, but with Shawnee. Even though he's doing that now, you know that he's capable of it. Like he might not do it as much as he used to, but if you slip up or you you know you drop your guard for a little bit, and that's what keeps the middle, the the middle forwards, the edge forwards, just honest enough to open it up for the guys on the outside. And if you look at his step compared to sort of a Benji Marshall style step, where Benji was like in the air a lot of the time, and then when he used to bounce and when he was younger, he'd he'd fly across. Where yeah. Shawnee's more just like plant and go. Yeah. And he's just nice and balanced, and that sort of gets him past a lot of people. But man, I'm excited for Shawnee to go back. Congratulations to you and and your partner and your kids. So that's exciting for New Zealand as well, because yeah. man, plenty of good things going over there. We're, we're killing it in the, the cricket. NRL. Yeah, All Blacks are gone. Fuck, we just need the Warriors to fucking fly, and and we're away, eh, Jackson? Uh, up the Waz, not the old boys. Let's go. I might start going to old boys days now. Um, a <laughs> uh, bit of a Gordy's blow up. During the week, sort of um, went a little bit viral as well. What do you think of it? Yeah, there's a, there's a few layers that we'll, we'll get to this with this. You got to so straight off the bat, you got to understand that Gordon Tallis uh, is a really good mate of Kevin Walters, and he's in a position to come out and say these sorts of things. So, um, and and we, we'll touch it. We respect his oh, decision because one, he's actually played the game. Two, he was a gun, and he's he's never really changed. He's always told it straight, and he's right. Yeah. With what he said, he's right. So, f- f- like I said, there's layers to this as well. If p- if players are doing this, oh, we'll get to that. So, it, oh, have you ever heard of anything like this? Because, like during my time, I I knew that there were players not necessarily going out and leak, leaking information to the media, but just saying the right things to the right people. You know what I mean? So they're hoping it sort of gets out there. Yeah, is that, is that the yeah? yeah of course, yeah, you, you talk you talk long enough. You you, you know you mentioned the, a few things around, and sometimes you only have to say it to a punter or in the back of a taxi, the, who, someone who's like a Manly fan or a Bronco fan. Like, you, there's time and place to talk about it. But yeah, if you want something out there, you get it out there. Yeah, there's yeah, ways sure. to get it so out there. So players know how to do that as well. So you know what Gordy's saying, and he's in that position where he can, you know, obviously he believes in Kevy. Um, I'm not as sold on Kevy, and I've said this a fair bit. I know people that have been coached by Kevy, even going back to the Catalans days, and um, you know, I obviously won't throw any of the names under the bus, but you just you just hear enough. Like it's like what we're talking about. Do you know what? You hear enough. You don't hear enough of people backing him to know that you know what he's sort of capable of 
And a lot of the times you can get the reaction off how the first part of the sentence when they answer. And if you go, like, what's Kevy like? And I'm not talking about any of the Broncos players that play up there right now, but just people that have been coached by him in the past. Mm. Usually the first reaction off the back of it, like, oh, will he be sweet in first grade? A lot of them just go, yeah. Like, that's enough. Like, yeah. you don't have to fucking say anything after that. Where if, if you went to anyone that's been coached by Craig Bellamy, like, mm. is he a good coach? The first thing's like, yeah, fucking, yeah, fucking know if he's yeah. a good coach. Yeah, so there's a difference. So, and, uh, there's, he, do you know what everyone sort of says about Kevy? Like, he'll need, he's good, but he'll need a good team around him. Yeah. I've heard that so many times. So, and obviously, you, rolling off the back, what you're saying is like, that's his mate. That's his boy. Of course. Like, yeah, that's people, his boy. People bag mothers and all me. We stuck up for him. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's just what you do as a mate. Yeah, and he's a club legend. He's a Queensland legend. So he does have all those runs on the board. And, you know, that'll that'll probably buy him more time than, you know, he'd probably, he probably would have got if he just wasn't your mm. average fucking Ivan Henjak or, you know, some Anthony Griffins that had come through in the past. Because um, he was pretty vocal about Seabolt last year, eh? About getting he him was. Out. Yeah. I think that was another case where the players were vocal and Gordy called the players out for the same thing. Oh, yeah. cool. Oh, this is consistent. And yeah. he didn't do it. But I just want to, while I've got you, I pose that question. The threat of exposing players, did that do anything mm. playing group? Not really. Distraction, yes or no? Nah, no. not really. I don't, I don't think so. I, I, I dare say if there were players saying it, like even though they're not putting their name to it, I don't think they would, they would really give – too much notice to it, yeah. As well, so as someone like a Davida Pangai Junior. I'm not. This is. I'm just speculating on. He wouldn't like. He wouldn't mind that coming out because he's on the way. Yeah, what anyway, it yeah, like. It might not matter too much, and whether it affects like because Gordy said, you know, it will have an effect on you know if clubs uh, <laughs> end up. That got me. Like, yeah, surely you can't. You can't be coming out saying that, eh? Yeah, but like, like, like an injury. No, no, I don't think. I don't think it will make much of a difference anyway. Like if if he comes out and, and says anything about the individual players, so. Um, it's a. It's good to see. It. It's it's mad to see him so animated. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I do. I do actually like and it. And he's like I said, and I want to elaborate on this. And he's right. And so no matter what I think about Kevy Walters' um, coaching ability, or you know, is he the right guy for the Broncos? If you're gonna if you're gonna say something to someone, mm. like what is it? You stab stab him in the, the chest, chest yeah. rather than in the back. That's fucking grouse. Like, that was cool. Like that's hundred percent right. He's like, I'm gonna give you a bit of life advice here. Like if you yeah. <laughs> look him in the eyes, you rather stab someone in the chest and not in the back. And that's true. And he's right. And like he's got an opinion. And he's in, he's in eighty percent of it's right. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? yeah he, he's in a position to um to out those guys and. Yeah, and have just, that opinion because he's on so many platforms. So it's just just that little one line. He's like, oh, I'll end your career. Mm. That was, <laughs> Relax. Yeah, that was a bit hectic, eh? But yeah, I don't know. He's he's he is who he is, bro, and we yeah. respect that. Like he'd sit there in front of us and say, "You said to anyone?" Yeah, so yeah. Well, he's the same in every aspect of his oh, life. I met Gordy a couple of times off it, and like, yeah, he's it's, obviously you watch him play, and, and he's yeah. that intimidating. In fact, like that's who he is. So. Yeah, he'd flog you too. It's so. um. Yeah, he's an intimidating guy. <laughs> we don't bag him too much because yeah. he can't start coming here flogging the boys. Imagine just getting wrestled out the, you know, on Origin. Right? Brett, Brett Hodgson. <laughs> <laughs> just dragging the scope out in front of the road. That'll be a bit of a giggle. Uh, speaking of Origin, obviously the big game this week, New South Wales spanked the boys from Queensland. Didn't really see it coming, but we're going to touch on the Queensland. We're just going to break it down to the three different parts, strengths, weaknesses, and X Factor. Let's start with the hometown team, the Queensland boys. Money for press. Man, who's their strengths? Uh, I think the, uh, looking at a strength from this time compared to last game, they get uh, Josh Papali'i back and yep. Christian Welsh, who only played, what, 10 or 15 minutes of that game. Uh, those two guys, we talked about them lo- uh, heaps at the end of the series last year about how influential, influential they are. You talk about a guy like Josh Papali'i, he hasn't been in the best club form, but you know, you've, you've seen enough runs on the board from him to know that you know when the big games 
come, whether it's finals or origin, he's always the guy. So he's going to stiffen their middle right up. Big Tino in the middle as well with them three, I think. Uh, I, I, I couldn't get that second carrier of the game out of my head. Mm. About, you know, oh, yeah, I can't to... get that first set out of my head in that last one because yeah. you know how well if a team's up for it by their first set, yeah. bro, they got bullied through the middle from yeah, two outside backs. Straight through the gut. So yeah. is he other – the, the middle is going to take that personally and oh fucking and aim up this time around. Um, chainsaw, chainsaws in the middle. He's a solid defender as well, so he'll stiffen that up. A Who's chainsaw? Bit. Oh, uh, Andrew McCulloch. Oh yeah, is Andrew that his nickname? How's yeah, he got yeah. that? Snores. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just normally calls him chainsaw all the time. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those guys, yeah, they take it personally. I think it'll be a bit of a different start. But uh, yeah, we'll get to you know where I see the game. Playing as we move on. Uh, my biggest strength for them is just actually playing at home. So you've just yeah. been smacked, smacked and embarrassed in front of the whole country. And the boys had to go watch the whole game again. And we sort of talked about this with Ivan Cleary. And mm. I've seen um, che- um, DCE sort of come out and talk about, like, it was a bit of a tough watch. So um, these, these boys will be up for it. And I think their biggest strength is learning from their lessons before and being at home. Yep. You don't want to get smacked. I was going to put that. I was going to put, like, you know, obviously the – fact they're at Suncorp and they got smacked and they're the proper underdogs but yeah that's everything that they're about um Queensland weaknesses yeah the outside backs again uh having a deal you know the number that Turbo and and Latrell Tommy Trovojevic and uh, Latrell Mitchell did on them last game like that picture we put up yesterday (laughs) the the back seven which involved um Jerome and and Nathan as well yeah someone wrote to me someone wrote to me in the comments um about if you, if you had to take one player out of that back line, who would it be and why? And I said, if I had to make that decision, I'd uh, hand in my resignation and choose myself because yeah. <laughs> there's, no there's no one in that back five. Like, well, I think we talked about it as well, maybe in the last show or, or, leading in, or just off camera or whatever. Like James Tedesco is probably the least informed player out mm. of that team. And we, that we say that with the ultimate respect too. Yeah. But it's true. Yeah. And he's and not he's, doing anything he, yeah, wrong. Yeah, he's playing gun. He's not doing – like he's actually – Probably the third best fullback in the in the game right now. Yeah, fuck, that's crazy. It is crazy, man. Yeah, so. um, for me, Queensland weaknesses is depth. Like when yeah. you, when you're going into team selection, like um, say who who Jake Trubovich is out, you know exactly who's coming in for New South Wales, or you got four or five different options that you can pick with Queensland at the moment. It's just like. Like who can play center? And you start rattling through all the teams that have Queensland centers, or or could he move out there? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. man, it's I know it doesn't speak directly to the team, but man, I can't see too much changing over the next couple of years. If I'm being fully honest, yeah, it was the, an interesting one on that too. Is um, you know not picking Xavier Coates. I know like the form for the Bron- Broncos hasn't been that great, yeah, but for me, he had, he had to be in there. Yeah. Uh, so they move Val. Obviously, they got Walshy, which we'll get to coming up, mm. but. Um, you know, Walshy plays fullback and uh, Val goes back to the wing. Let's, let's touch on Walshy. Obviously, we've got massive raps on him as a young kid, 18-year-old. Gus Gould's been very vocal about him um, being selected. How do you reckon he's going to go? Fuck it, I'm just going to back him. But Yeah, I'm backing him. But, like, to be fair, if they were going to play Val on the wing, like, what other options did they have? Mm. It's like a necessity. It's not like... If he's the if he, if they think he's the next best fullback to play outside of Kalen Ponger and AJ Brimson, if he's next up, he's next up. Like yeah, eighteen, it is I what agree. it is. Yeah, and I think yeah, you can see. I've seen a few videos, even them playing golf together. He, looks like Daly's really taking a interest in in Walshy and and Daly Daly's not really like that. 
kind of guy is he? Like he's very like takes a while to warm to people, and them, them two crews around the golf cart must say a little bit about um, Walsh's character. Yeah, and, and it shows a bit about his leadership now these days because he even talking to him more about. Um, his leadership but mainly about how he wants to control the whole squad but I think he understands how important this is for, for a guy like Reese Walsh and yeah. how important he's going to be for the team so and he'll get um, Reese Walsh will probably get I know the game's a lot quicker and it's going to be a lot harder in origin but he's going to get better looks on three on twos that he'll ever get at the Warriors running yeah. off the back of DCE and, yeah. and Munster so I think I think it's a, it's a it's a knock-on effect off the back of the Fords, like we sort of touched on um, Papali'i coming back in and Welsh. If they can lay a platform where you can give this kid a decent look, he's 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 going to do something. Yeah, he's going to have a crack. Yeah. Like if you you look at everyone who's sort of played in, and you've sort of questioned it in the past, and then they get an Origin about ten minutes in, and then you end up going, oh, oh. he's up for it. Of course, yeah. you're fucking up for it. Jerome Luai had the same. Yeah, um, remember even I remember. One of our mates, Moisa, back in the day. Yep. There were question marks around Moisa playing because, you know, at Penrith he was more of that silky, yeah. um, you know, drift across, ball playing, fullback, 5'8". Uh, I remember his first couple of carries in origin. He just got it off the back fence, got mm. all kick returns and just fucking ran it straight into him. So players grow an extra leg when they play origin and I'm sure Walsh will be the same. Um, in terms of like the one thing that would be hard for him, I think Nathan Clear is a really smart footballer and obviously he's one of the best players in the game right now but strategically when they roll into this game with a kick plan, I think you need to be kicking off a 6-4 split which brings the winger up yep. and then just going to land the ball on top of his head. Yeah, Turbo. And Tom, just, Tommy and um, Latrell coming through. Yeah, coming through. Be, and, it, and it's not even always about scoring opportunities. Yeah. It's just like Put land, pressure on. catch, Drag back. Yeah, dragging back. Because you can only get so big when you're 18. Even if you're smacking weights every single day, bro, it's like you just don't get bigger. Yeah. Oh, it's weird. Yeah, you're still a couple of years f- from d- developing and you've seen – Then you get in your 30s, mate. Turbo, did, Turbo did, did the exact same job on um, um, Jaden Campbell. Jaden Campbell, Titans. yeah. And I'd imagine the New South Wales would be rolling the same sort of tactic. All right, X Factor, you got down money for Prez, yeah? Got to be Munster. Has to be, has to be. Has to be Prez. And uh, he'll like he'll he'll like this. Yeah. Like he'll listen to this and go, yeah, fuck, this is I'm the guy. This yeah. is me. He's watching. Yeah, yeah, my boy. Yeah. I don't I don't chuck this on for no reason. Yeah, um, but he was you know he was the reason Queensland won that series, uh, especially in you know in game three. He took it upon himself. He took it personal. He's gonna have to do it again. And uh, I think he's obviously capable of it. He's the guy. He's played himself into a bit of form too last week for Melbourne Storm. Yeah. Like I said, he, he hadn't been playing all that great this year with a few lingering injuries and, um, you know, people were tacking his legs. But that looks to that looks to be a thing of the past. And, uh, yeah, I think if, if they're a chance of winning, it has to be Munster. It has to be pressed. He has to put in like an 11 out of 10 performance, say. Yeah. I reckon if he puts in an 11 out of 10, that just puts him yeah, even. That, like, might, <laughs> that might still <laughs> not be enough. enough. But yeah, fuck it. All right, rolling into New South Wales, man. I remember we used to look at Queensland side. You can go, how the fuck are you going to beat these dudes? That's New South Wales now. Yeah. Maybe it's because these kids have just been watching Queensland dominate for so long. Yeah, Man, this is just a return serve, isn't it? Yeah. I read strengths, Tom Travojevic. Man, and it, like, you know, there's that saying, in, in a star, uh, in a... Galaxy full of stars, he shines the brightest. Yeah. And that's a fair way to put it. And like we said before, Tedesco is probably the least in form out of that back line. And, and that's a scary thought because he's still in form. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we, I wrote a little blog at the start of the week talking about we've talked about stars coming through and potential dynasties. And, and Normie wasn't happy that I said that, you know, they could go on this sort of run and they'll never get 10. That's not what I meant by the blog. I'm talking about they're, they're about to go through this period. And I believe Tommy and Nathan Cleary. Those two guys play most of the games. Yeah. Just say 10, 10 of the next series, they're a big chance of winning eight of them. Yeah, I agree. 
Yeah. And obviously they've got all the pieces in and around yeah. them. Yeah, you've got Latrell, Teddy floating around, Jakey's yeah. in there, like all these sorts sorts of players. That I think Angus Crudden's like 24, something yeah, Angus stupid Crudden, like, like comparable, that. like all those guys you think of like Billy Slater, Darren Lockyer, yeah, Greg Inglis, like all those guys are – so I got, I got I pretty much got a tier. Like you've got Immortals, which is, and then the next are just superstars. Yeah. And for me, like guys like Latrell, Teddy, they're all superstars. Lockyer for me is a superstar. Slater's a superstar. Like the next – the next level, the next up, lot is these. I, feel, I, I feel like Tommy and Nath can get to that. Can be our next of our generation easily. Easy, they're on route. Let's just put yep. it that way. Yep. My biggest strength for them is confidence. Um, this is just the, sort of the way that they carry themselves. They got characters that don't mind fronting the media. You've got Latrell loves it, Fox loves it, Brian Toll loves it, Jerome. That takes a lot of pressure off everyone else. You got guys like Liam Martin and all those sort of Isaiah. Yell. You're not really talking about the Ford pack, eh? Yeah, there's yeah. There's so much energy. There's put, so much put towards en- the, the backs. Agree, and like a lot of the time when you go into these games, we're like, oh, there's a lot more. Uh, media pressure and and like expect like you have to do training and and guest appearances and rock up to stuff like that man all that sort of shit's draining compared to what you normally do then there's a lot of pressure of origin and stuff like that man guys like fox and to who who get it get energy out of being in front of a camera man it's it's fucking it helps the rest of the team doesn't yeah, it it's infectious and like someone like nathan clary who's comfortable like he he doesn't want to be that guy he just wants to fucking win football games and fucking origin so yeah, it's a good balance for me yeah for me and Freddie would have got that balance right yeah like, not only in terms of Freddie's that sort of guy as well he doesn't yeah. mind that stuff like yeah. Freddie's Freddie's a bit quirky in his own thing so he wouldn't mind um, those those boys bringing the NO uh, the, probably the toughest topic weaknesses New South Wales yeah there's not many but just complacency really like yeah. you, you go up you, you're playing the second game everyone's writing them off your team's the grouse we're talking them up everyone else is talking them up no one thinks they Queensland can beat them but they're playing at Suncorp and they've got one extra game at New South Wales to wrap it up. If they don't get the job done, mm. they're having fun, you know. Fuck. There's, not, there's, there's nothing else you can pick at. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can't look – there's nothing in that lineup where you – 1-17 where you go, Should I don't know there? about him. I don't know about <laughs> yeah. him matching up. Like when you go we, – we matched the players up player for play the other day. Only Munster. Like, only Munster will get a number. Yeah, it was like right? a 70 80%. Like you got guys like uh, Papa Lee – would probably you know, but yeah. but their conversations they're not even like at this at this point. There's there's a, cu- a couple of guys where they're fifty fifty where you're probably only Munster over Jerome just because you've seen Munster do it for Jerome's probably in better form, but you've seen mm. Munster do it at this level and and at Premiership level before. So yeah, I've seen a um, the paper side for an Australian thing, and literally it was only like Munster out of the Queensland side, which was pretty crazy. Uh, X Factor. Latrell, I'm sticking with Latrell again. Last year, uh, last week, last Origin, I picked him for uh, man of the match. I think they ha- you've got to try to attack New South Wales somewhere. Yeah. And from Queensland, whether they have that extra number or they put more of an emphasis on control on Tommy. Yeah. Wherever Tommy turns up, is he their head on the plate? Is, did they neutralise him somewhere somehow? And then if they do that, and they if they have that extra number on that left hand side, trying to account for Tommy. Latrell does a number on him and Brian Toto on the on the left edge. Yeah. I I'm, I'm gonna go Nathan. I think he's just in that rare form right now. It's it's not as highlighty as a Tommy Turbo or a Latrell, but I think he's just at that point now where he's ready to go. He's excited, he's nice, calm, cool, cool, calm and collected. Uh, I think he'll get man of the match too as well. So let's go final score predictions. Okay. Uh, I've got Groundhog Day again, probably but not as much. I th- I feel like there'll be a better performance. But still, man, I can't. New South Wales, 36-18. Yeah, I've gone 36-10, New South Wales. Um, 
you got your have you put your tip through as yes. well? Yes. So yeah. I've got a like I said, Groundhog Day. I don't think I just can't see that back line stopping them. Yeah. And um I found a little bit of jam. If you got Turbo and Latrell to score in the first half and second half, it's ninety six dollars. So if they get one in one in each one half. Them, just like they did last origin. If they if they can replicate that, if they both score one in the first half and one in the second half, yeah. Where's my wallet, man? Yeah. You, yeah. Chuck, you chuck a little 10 bucks on that for 960. Have yourself. Yeah, fucking know. All right. So, yeah, I've gone 36-10, New South Wales as well. But, man, I, I'll get my tip through later. I'm yeah, just going to have I'm, a fucking Hail Mary. And I'm and I'm doubling down on Latrell again for Men of the Match. Men of the Match. Double again. Yeah, he, he, was, he, he, was, did, he didn't get it last time. Nah, he Tommy got it. Turbo. Tommy got it. So, um, I know when it comes down, like, you know, in the past, if, you've, if, you love a, if you love a bit of a, a gamble, you notice if it's 50-50 this time going into it, it might be – you know, Latrell was thereabouts, Drone was thereabouts. So, you know, Turbo's got to have that fucking 10 out of, 12 out of 12 game, I reckon, to 12 out of 10 game to get it again. Yeah. So I'll be looking at a guy like Latrell, Nath, mm. Jerome, Luai, Brian Toto, mm. thereabouts last game. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Please like, comment, and subscribe if you have any questions for us. Like I said last time, we will put our Q&A show. Um, obviously, with this COVID shit happening at the moment, we couldn't do it, but appreciate you guys as always. Later.